Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode of Smart Distinctions, we're going to cover a very powerful distinction, especially if you're selling to clients, if you sell anything of high value to high net worth individuals, or even if you sell any sort of product or service that you tend to sell to people that give you a lot of pushback, okay? And the concept is something that I like to call the ego versus the problem, okay? Here's what happens. Let's say you're selling to business owners, right? And if you ask any of your friends who are business owners, or even if you ask clients and if you ask other people, what they're going to reply to your question of how their business is going is always going to be this positive, we're rolling, we're crushing it, we're doing all this stuff, right? Because we all have this sense of wanting to keep, let's say, promoting ourselves, right? In a way, it's like marketing success and the successes that we're getting. But what happens, right? That's what I call the ego, right? People are set in their ways. When they're telling you that their business is great, it's booming, there's clients and all the clients are happy and all this stuff, right? They're in their ego. Now, this is what I see a lot of people do. They talk to someone, that person is there, they're telling them how good their business is, and now all of a sudden, you're coming in with a solution. You're coming in to try to sell them something. And when you come in to try to sell them that solution, you get a lot of pushback from them in terms of, so why does this work and how does this work and so on and so forth, right? All of that pushback happens because they're not where you need them to be. They are still in their ego. Where do you need them to be in order to sell them something? You need them to be in their problem. Not in their ego, but in their problem. And the faster you can get them to start thinking about the problem, the faster they get out of the ego. Guess what? The ego and the problem are two sides of the same coin. What you need to do is flip the coin with them. You need to change them from coming in with the ego to understanding they have a problem. Think of the difference between when you've had a friend, let's say, come to you and give you a piece of advice. Okay? Chances are you rejected it or you discussed carded it or you didn't give it too much credence in the first place because you weren't looking for that. So you have a friend, we all have a friend and I was that friend, I've been that friend to a lot of people for a long time, that I would go in and I would start just, you know, someone would say, oh yeah, my business is doing this and I would start giving them ideas, right, advice. So I would start saying, hey, you know, you should do this or maybe you should try this or how about if you get that and how about if you get the other thing. Nobody would do it and I would get very upset. Because here I have clients that are paying me thousands of dollars to get this same advice and they're paying attention. But you guys don't really care about what I have to say. And for the longest time, I took it very personally. I took it as this thing of like, they don't believe me. But here's the kicker, right? Here's where I want you to get the whole thing. The reason they didn't get me was because they were completely in their ego when I was talking to them. And what does that mean? That the ego is about protection. The ego is about keeping up appearances. The ego is about defending. So what happens? If you try to talk to someone and they're in that moment, they're in the ego, they will defend themselves against anything that you have on there, right? Because the whole purpose of it is to say, hey, I'm great. Look at me. I'm great. Okay? Now, if you take that same concept, right, and you add the concept first of letting them get into the problem, what I want you to understand is that if you're talking to them, let's say that you get on a phone with someone who's a prospect 
and they come in and they're telling you, oh yeah, I'm the greatest, I do this, it's all great, I'm doing X, Y, Z, you know, things are booming and going and whatever. You are looking like a detective. You're looking for where you can hear that disturbance, that thing that isn't working the way you want it to work. You never want to start pitching or talking to them unless they get out of their ego and into their problem. Okay? That's what you need to do. So you need to figure out how to bring up that problem for them. Okay? Now, one of my favorite methods of doing this is to just create a question such as, you know, so how's it going in your business? Right? And then they'll start saying like, oh, sales are going great and this other thing's going great and da, da, da. This thing could be better, but it's doing pretty well. Well, guess which one of them I'm going to start talking about? That thing that could be doing better, right? Because I'm trying to get to a problem. So I ask them, let's say, you know, tell me about that. Like, what's happening there? Oh, we have a person there, but they're not really working out. So it's, you know, the sales have gone down and da, 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 da. Oh, and what else does that bring you to have that person there in that situation that's not really giving you that, right? The more the person's talking about the problem, the more they're getting into their problem and out of the ego, okay? So when they're fully in their problem, now is when you can start giving them advice. Because when they're in their problem and you keep asking them, you keep probing them, you keep pushing that to try to really get to the root of the problem. And think of it like therapy in a way, right? You're trying to get to the root of the situation so that you can give them some good advice on that. Because that's awesome value that you're delivering to them, right? If you get to the root of the problem that they hadn't seen before, that in itself was value. You didn't even have to solve it. You just basically clarified the problem for them. And if you did that, then now, first of all, you demonstrated your expertise because you were able to clarify the problem for them. But more importantly, now they're clear on what their problem is. And at that moment, when you define what the real cause or the real issue is, they are 100% in their problem. Okay? They've bought into that that is a problem that they have. Now, from that point forward, if we follow the old problem agitation solution formula, right? The first step is to get the problem, right? Now we got the problem. The next thing is to agitate that problem. And how do we agitate that problem? Well, we agitate that problem by bringing up all the causes and all the effects that it has on the life of that person, right? You have no idea how having that division not working properly, therefore dragging up all your profits into being less than they would be otherwise, means that right? You won't have the funding that you're looking for or you won't get the recognition or whatever it is that you're looking for when you need it. So by showing them those effects and showing them what happens and in fact, showing them the cost of not doing anything, that's a big one, right? What's the cost of inaction here? What happens if you don't do anything and you just leave it unchecked? How can it get worse? Because then now you're getting them into that moment where they're looking for the solution. Right? And in a way, you want to get to that point where now they're saying, all right, I get it. This is the worst thing ever. I need to solve this now. Do you have any solutions for this? That's really where you want to get them to. When they're asking you, do you have a solution to this? Is there anything I can do about it? Is there anything you can help me with about it? And it is only at that moment that you start dispensing advice. Not before. Because 
when people are in their ego, they will not listen to your advice. They may listen to it in a very casual way as though it's like an advice show-off, right? Um, you give them some, some advice and they'll turn back and give you more advice and then you give them more advice and then they give you more advice. But at the end of the day, it's two egos re rejecting advice from other people because none of them have admitted that they have a problem. But what happens the moment that you come in and you're like, hey, Billy, I'm having issues with my Facebook ads. Like, how can I get that better? Right? Well, what's the first thing I did? I'm having issues with my Facebook ads. Therefore, I'm aware that I have a problem. And when I'm aware that I have that problem, now that person can really give me some advice and I'll take it in. Right? Versus not knowing if I have a problem or not, and going into the ego. Think of it as a defense mechanism that we all have. And this is why, you know, so many times when people hit us up, either via Facebook Messenger or LinkedIn or email or whatever, and they're immediately soliciting something or trying to sell something, it makes no sense, right? The ego is defending because we're not in that problem. Except those people that due to timing, right, and due to them, let's say, having gotten a bill or something just happened recently, let's say in the past 24 hours, that got them out of their ego and into their problem temporarily, right, because something happens and you get thrown into the problem temporarily. When people are in that problem temporarily, they'll react and you'll think that, oh, I closed this person, right? But in reality, they were already out of their ego and in their problem. But you don't want to count on that already having taken place. You want to, when, whenever you're speaking to a client, whenever you're speaking to a prospect, you want to dig for the problem first. Once you get the problem, and they get the problem as well, because remember, when they're saying it, they're actually living it. Okay, They're reliving it. They're simulating it in their mind. They're describing what they see. And the more attention they put on it, the more the problem becomes real to them. That's why when they're coming in and all they're doing is talking about the problem and how it's bad and terrible and all that stuff, that's a gold mine for you. Not only are you learning of what really aches the market and the language they use to describe it, but at the same time, this person is telling you exactly where the problem is and they're telling themselves exactly where the problem is. And I want you to look at that last line. They're telling themselves exactly where the problem is. So when you give them a solution to that problem, they can't deny that they have that problem because they were the ones that said they had the problem. This is the power, my friends, of knowing that distinction of the ego and the problem. And whenever you see, let's say you're in a conversation and talking to someone, and again, I've met this many, many times, especially working with business owners because we all, as business owners, we put on our bravest face, right? We put on our shield and we take our sword and we go out there and we battle and we get clients and we do all this stuff. So when someone asks us how our business is doing or whatever, we want to stay in that ego for the most part, right? Unless we actually have a problem. And I've had this happen many times over. Now, this is not a one-time thing. This isn't that you go through it the first time and then they, they forget about it. In fact, whenever you come into that next situation, which is going to be at some point to tell them, okay, so you know, it's going to be 5K, 10K, 15K, whatever the cost is for your program. Now they're going to go back into the ego, right? Because now they're looking to defend again. Oh, and how do I know that's worth it, right? When they get into that again, what you need to do is push them back into the problem, right? 
Oh, how do I know it's going to be worth it? Well, it's worth it to a lot of people. But let me ask you, why did you want to talk about this today? Why is today important to you about your problem? And now they're going back into the problem, right? So it's like as a seller, we're trying to keep them thinking in the problem, right? If we put them in that problem box and they stay there and whenever they get out, we push them back in, the likelihood of them buying from us goes up 10x. But if at some point we decide that either A, we don't know that it's about getting them back into their problem, right? Which is the number one problem that I see most people, especially those who are starting out and creating their programs. I see a lot of people struggle with that. Because when they speak to people, they don't understand that these are people that are in their ego temporarily. And if you get them talking about their problem, they're going to switch, right? This is, you know, this is what happens. I mean, if you go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist or any of these things, what's the first thing they ask you? Oh, so tell me what's going on. And you start talking. And the moment you bring up a problem, they're like, ooh, let's talk about that for a little bit, Right? And now you're diving into your problem, diving into your problem. And many times, I want you to understand this, many times, even if you go to a psychologist or a shrink or any of these things, they won't really, really do much. It's just the fact that you're giving it attention, the fact that you're talking about the problem is going to start to unravel that within yourself. And then you're going to feel that catharsis that happens. You're going to feel better just because you let it out just because you were able to get clarity on it, just because you were able to see it perfectly and dimensionalize it perfectly. And that's what we're doing. But if you don't sit with a client and listen to their problem in such a way that they realize they have a problem, because if they don't realize they have a problem, you can't convince them that they have a problem. You see? You can message them regarding the problem. You can ask them questions. You can probe. You can do all these things. But the thing is, most problems will be different with different people because the problem that you're looking for is a problem that's at the top of the charts right now for them, right? The number one problem that they're facing because that's the one they're going to talk about. They don't talk about problem number three. They talk about problem number one and problem number one is the one that you want to focus on as well because that's the only one that you're going to have access to because they're not thinking about problem number three. So what you do if, the, if your problem is not problem number one, what you do through your marketing is to climb up the charts, right? Make that problem go up until it becomes number one in the charts. But again, unless they're in their problem, unless they're thinking about their problem, unless they acknowledge they have a problem, it's a very hard sell because you're selling against the ego and the ego's sole purpose is to defend itself and to tell itself how great it is. And how great you are already. You don't need this new thing. Because you got it. You know how to do it. Okay? But the moment that you realize, yeah, you know, I know I can go out and I can do it for myself and I can try all these things. But the truth is, I don't have the time to do that. I need to get the results right now, right here. Right? I need help. When people realize that, that's when all the advice, the same advice, by the way, the same advice that I told you about that I gave to friends and family that did not ask for it and that they shut down is advice that I've given the same exact advice. I'm not really saying of other things, but that same exact advice, even within the same industry and stuff like that, has made some of my clients millions of dollars and it made my friends nothing. The only difference between the two is the fact that my clients were in their problem. So they were willing to listen to the solution and willing to take action to get out of that problem. My friends... We're not in the problem. 
my friends were in their ego. And in the ego, there is no problem. So because there is no problem, they don't feel compelled to do anything. I want to give you a last example so you really, really get the difference between the ego and the problem. Imagine you're overweight and, you know, you see ads on TV and stuff about losing weight and whatever, whatever, and to you it's irrelevant, right? You're there, you're eating whatever you want, you're drinking whatever you want, you don't really care about any of those things, right? You're in your ego, right? You're good, right? You tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself to keep the ego in place. But then, imagine you have an experience that really pushes you, right? Imagine you went to a party and something happened, right? And you have either one or a couple of people calling you fat or whatever or laughing at you or one of these things, right? What just happened to that person? They weigh the same that they did in the first scenario, but in the second scenario, the moment that they got laughed at, the moment that all those things happened, they went from their ego to their problem. And because they're in their problem, now when they see that same ad on TV that's selling some program or something or some pill or whatever the thing is, now they're compelled to act because they're not in their ego. They're in their problem. This is the power of understanding when to find those problems at the beginning. This is why unless they've realized they have a problem, it's really pointless to give them any advice. They have to acknowledge it first. The moment they acknowledge it, the moment they accept it, is the moment that they also accept solutions. And that's where you can come in. So I just wanted to record this one for you today because I think this is a very important one. And I challenge you that on all the conversations you have, starting from the moment you listen to this episode, you probe for that problem. You become a detective. You want to find out what's that specific problem that they're going up against. Because the moment that they tell you what the problem is, that's when your solutions are going to start making sense to them and to you. Because at the same time, it also guides you to give them the best possible solutions. Because if you really get it down to the root cause and the root cause you figure out what it is, then you're probably going to have some solutions for them. And it's not only going to be applicable, but it's actually going to help them in a positive way. And they're going to see the expertise, right? It's a great way to demonstrate what you do. So remember, when you're talking to a prospect, get them out of the ego and into the problem. Then you can present your solution. That's it for me today. Till next time, this is Juan Morales signing out. I'll see you on the next one.